This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold Golden and Gregory. Welcome to Energy Matters, a show about how you can save money on your utility bills, use technology wisely, and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Here's your host, veteran energy regulator and clean energy expert, Commissioner Tim Eccles. Thank you, Scott Slade, and it's always a great day to be saving money and saving energy wherever you find yourself today. I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters, where we do want to help you save money on your energy bills. We want to help you use technology and live a more sustainable life. In the studio, as always, with me, my co-host, John Noel. John? Working to save the planet, Tim. Yeah. Now, John, I see our official food of Energy Matters in front of you, a varsity chili dog and fries. Uh, you just, I just re- finished it. You just returned from China. I don't guess you see any chili dogs or fries over there. A negative. Ghost yeah. Rider. Yeah. What's your favorite food in China when you go, by the way? Yeah, actually, I like the noodles. Yeah. I'm, I'm a noodle guy. And I spice it up. I put insane amounts of spice. They go, oh, that's a lot of spice. I was like, yeah, that's a lot of spice. Yeah. And our, our producer, Logan Booker, uh, Logan, I, you've got a special thing you like at the Varsity, and I picked you up a couple of them today. Uh, it, this is not even on the menu. How, how did you come up with that concoction? This is why you're good in my book, Tim. My late father actually introduced me to this, so I did not know that I liked pimento cheese until, I don't know, a couple of years ago. But he would ask the folks at the Varsity, get a chili cheese dog, but instead of using the, I guess, the what, sliced American, not even sure, but ask them to use pimento cheese. Get you a pimento Whoa. cheese dog. Our pimento chili cheese dog from the Varsity, and I promise you'll be sending me Christmas cards thanking me after you try this. It is delicious. But yeah, you have to ask for it. It's not on the menu. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the old, you know, the, the, the chili dog guy. And I, I, I tell you, when I was going on my senior trip in high school, but way back in 1977, out to Colorado to ski with my youth pastor, his wife, on a trip they invited me on, coming back. I was sitting on the airplane next to an old couple, and I was on the aisle, and she was in the middle, and her husband was by the window, and she said to me, do you know who my husband is? I said, no, ma'am. She said, this is Frank Gordy. He started the varsity, and I began having a conversation because I've eaten chili dogs at the varsity for a long time. I think my mom took me there like right out of the hospital or something, Uh, and he gave me, believe it or not, on the airplane a varsity pocket knife. Wow. And do you still have it? No. In fact, ow, every, ow. every time I showed it to one of the varsity employees, they would not charge me for my food. Whoa. And here's How the sad you? news. Here's the sad news. I lost the knife. Uh, I lost little. the golden knife that <laughs> could have given knife. me chili dogs <laughs> for the rest of my life. life. Yeah. <laughs> what, happened? what happened? Well, in the studio with me, uh, Bruce Tate and Andy Darnell from Howard Brothers Hardware. We're going to be talking about green power tools today. Welcome, Bruce. Uh, hi. Good to be here. And I know you're from that Clemson school up there. Y'all don't have a varsity up there, do you? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, cookouts. Yeah. Cookouts, the big thing around yeah. up there. No, we so. know you don't have a varsity up there. And Andy, I mean, you went to Georgia State. You've yeah. eaten at the varsity oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots of times. Right, yeah. right downtown. What's your favorite varsity food? Uh, food? Chocolate shake. You didn't yeah. bring any shakes? 
Uh, I didn't bring oh. any shakes. It would have melted on the way yeah. on the way over. I'm yeah. sorry about that. You guys got some fries in front yeah. of you. Uh, so great to have you guys in the studio today. Tell us a little bit about Howard Brothers. I know I lived in Duluth for a while, uh, but it is a, a family-owned store. Tell us tell us about, kind of a little bit about the history and where you guys are out at right now as a yeah. company. Howard Brothers has been around since 1955, actually before that, um, wow. to the 20s. Um, Ed Howard used to work at General Motors down in Dorval. And would drive down Buford Highway, and he would stop by the corner um, gas station, get some smokes, and um, ended up meeting his uh, soon-to-be fiance. got married. Oh. Um, they ended up um, buying that property there, um, had a general store, grocery store for years. And then over the years, the brothers, the sons, um, Ed um, Howard's sons, John and Doug, took over the business, um, brought in hardware. We were a True Value Hardware Store in 72. And then we have um, just blossomed from there with power equipment being our main uh, niche right now we've got five stores in Dorval, duluth oakwood alfred and athens wow and my co-host john Noel. you know john we've mm. seen the evolution of the big box stores the home right. depot and the lowe's but it seems like folks are now coming back to buying locally it ain't just food yeah and it ain't just beer it's yeah. also so some of that bruce andy are you seeing folks want that that level of customer service that you guys offer if i if i can address that what are we what we're really seeing in the homeowner market um, retail homeowner market they want service now they're tired of having to wait eight weeks for something to be repaired sometimes longer than that so we're actually seeing a return to a certain degree uh, even though we may not have the least expensive price over the long haul they realize they're going to get service the parts are available etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll talk about um, my world is online since i'm the marketing director for howard brothers my world is a lot of times online so i'm kind of got the sixth store so we've got these five locations and i'm kind of looking towards the future the sixth with what we store. can do i like the way yeah. you said that you have yeah. five physical locations yeah. you look at the retail as your other location we're constantly uh-huh. trying to figure out ways to engage with our customers where they are when they are um, so we're looking at you know customer portals where they can log in and see inventory and see price so that they can pick up i mean we're all used to that all of us probably have ordered from sam's or walmart or somewhere and we've gone and picked it up there and um you know we amazon is is a true thing well our customers that's what they expect and so we've got to be there too we've got to um, plan for the future so that and we're you can there play in that world you believe you can do it uh, well it's it's tough um, yeah. and i mean it's a big pie right so we just want a little slice of it and right and and but our brick and mortar stores are our i mean they're our secret weapon that's where our people like bruce and um our, our guys have been around for uh so long and they form relationships with the customers they come in and and we're able to serve them then and there well let's talk about green power tools we've got a audience all across the state and really beyond georgia and i know i i have the clean energy roadshow that travels the, the state here in georgia we have had at some of those stops of uh, folks that provide propane lawn equipment you know some electric weed eaters right. and blowers and, and this type of thing but it, it i really as i look at landscaping crews around i haven't seen that many you know where i notice that propane tank or, or or they're running on on batteries tell me about what the choices are out there in terms of uh, of power tools particularly lawn tools uh, out there now let me let me talk real quick bruce you know we've seen a lot of our customers who who are well educated in this arena they're trying to save money wherever they can and um, we've got some large landscaping customers who have gone propane and they have um, they have enjoyed propane 
um, the battery powered is is obviously where we're going. And um, Bruce can talk more about that. But we have seen just a huge spike in the past 12 months, maybe even six months, even more in both the homeowner, but also commercial grade power equipment. These guys who are running them all day long, every day. Um, they actually have something that they can use and, and, and trust now. Yeah, what, what we're running into with the commercial guys is more and more neighborhoods are saying, hey, you can't turn this on. It's too loud till you know, 9 o'clock or 9.30, uh, where with the battery-powered stuff, they can be outside someone's home you know, 7 in the morning and they not even know they're there. Right. So You know, John, right. I, was, I was in right. Berlin uh, earlier this year, and in Munich I was just out early Sunday morning, uh, before church, uh, you know, riding on the tram, and I saw these gardens off to the left. Uh, mm. These, it was in the city, but there's these special gardens that you can lease a little place. You probably heard of them, and I, I walked through it. And, and in this, everyone has a little patch, and it, and there was there was some, you know, obviously some food growing, but there was a lot of ornamental type, you know, annuals type stuff there. And one of the gentlemen there mowing had an electric mower now he didn't have much to mow but apparently this is a long-standing tradition particularly in bavaria for folks to maybe who had moved to the city from from the country and they were missing that Mm. and so so they set up essentially these community garden these community gardens but instead of everyone being responsible for the whole thing you had your own patch and you Mm. you couldn't have electricity you could have a shed there i noticed solar on some of them and in fact one of my hosts there said yeah we've got a we've got one of these on the other side of town we actually had easter dinner there we we barbecued and everybody came out for our family so it is something that that they do Uh, john I, i know you know you and i talk about all kind of sustainable stuff on the show but it's the first time we've kind of kind of brought up something that's used all the time and that's that is mowing equipment, mowing stuff equipment. Like, I, I just i i i'm beating my hand on the desk because if, if you guys tell me something different i'm gonna get mad i just bought a riding lawnmower would love to have bought it from you got online bought it from one of the deckum big boxes yeah okay and i bought a john deere and i bought a v-twin because i wanted it to be quieter and da, 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 and i wanted it made in the u.s and i wanted all this stuff tennessee made and i like that but boy I was I was surprised that I could not find an electric one. We, Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, we've we've been looking for years for that um, electric zero turn because here in Georgia, Atlanta, walk behinds and zero turns. You walk around, you see X marks, you see skag mowers all over the place. I mean, if if it's a zero turn on a trailer, it was probably sold. Zero turns one of the big commercial yeah, ones yeah, you sit yeah. on, and the guy has a has a handles on the left yep. and the right and goes whoop 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 like and, a skid steer. Yeah. Yep. And yep. we've been we've been looking for that replacement tool for our customers. An for electric years. form. An electric form. Right. And um, I couldn't find. It. Yeah. And um, Mean Green Mowers is is what we think is going to be the answer. Mean we, Green. We. We, we met them in October up in uh, Louisville. They've been around for 10 years, but they have just gotten to the point where they've got a sales team. They actually have marketing. I mean, they have a really strong product. God, and, I'm so and, mad now. And we've, we've, been, we've been demoing them all over. We don't have one to show you today because one of our sales guys is out in um, Watkinsville demoing. But we've, we've sold some, some landscapers who are specifically doing what we need wow let's keep this conversation going i hope you'll follow us on twitter we're going to pop some cool stuff up there john you're at new energy guy and i'm at tim eccles when we come back we're going to continue talking with bruce and andy about 
about what does it cost to do, uh, you know, to have an, a, a green piece of lawn equipment? How's the performance so far? And, you know, our colleges and uh, our, our lawn care companies uh, adopting this? And is there a nexus between having solar and EVs and wanting to have this equipment? So stick around and we're going to learn a whole lot more about how to take care of your yard in a sustainable way. Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit. And the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. Gas South. The difference is good. Logan Booker, producer of Energy Matters, here for Green Power EMC. From the suburbs to rural farming communities, Georgia is enjoying the benefits of a more sustainable future through the power of solar energy. Available from 38 of Georgia's member-owned electric membership cooperatives, or EMCs, these not-for-profit utilities are harnessing the sun's energy to bring clean, renewable, and affordable electricity to 4.2 million Georgians. For more information, visit www.greenpoweremc.com or contact your local EMC. This is Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters, and we are back, and we're talking about green power equipment today. But first, John's got a got a message from our sponsor, Arnold, Golden, and Gregory. Yes, sir. Support for Energy Matters comes from Arnold, Golden, and Gregory. AGG takes a business sensibility approach when advising clients. AGG provides industry knowledge, attention to detail, transparency, and value to help businesses and individuals achieve their definition of success. AGG subscribes to the belief, not if, but how. We appreciate their weekly support of our Energy Matters. We sure do, and we're, we're talking about green power equipment. I do this Clean Energy Roadshow. We featured some You pioneered part- it. Yeah, we yeah. did, nine years ago. Yeah. That's in its, in its uh, ninth year, and we, we have featured green power equipment before. Not a lot of folks using it. John, you were just in China. What did you see over there? It's funny, as you mentioned this, I, I was thinking, we're talking about lawn equipment. I never saw a regular lawnmower, an infernal combustion lawnmower. I only, you couldn't hear them. Everything was, everything was quiet. And that was true of the cars. That's true of the taxis. They, have, they are making the leap to electrification. Yeah, and they, they're running all those scooters on electricity. Every a, scooter. A, as well. Yeah. Bruce, I mean, you've been in this business a long time. Uh, did you ever think you would see a day when we would have electric power equipment? I mean, you've been a little bit cynical about this. I was probably the most skeptical person at the company. Um, but what I have seen, what I've experienced, it's a wave. It's coming. Long running hours, some of the machines up to seven hours on a single charge. Wow. Uh, quiet. I mean, you can mow next to a house. person inside would never know you're there. Um, durability of the machine itself, much less operating costs. No gas, no oil, no pulleys. No belts. No belts. No breaking No down. clutches to go out. I mean, we're talking very little to break down. Wow. Uh, we go to the beach uh, every year uh, as a family, and I, I know the, the umbrella guy out there. Uh, and ever since I can remember, he's he's been using an electric drill to drill the hole for the umbrellas. What's the drill 
the very first power tool that used a battery to or was there or was it the screwdriver what what was it that that we first went from manual to electric can y'all remember that i remember when makita was um uh, when they were first talking about the drill that went to the space station i mean and obviously so they had a makita Mm -hmm. uh, out of buford georgia right over here um they had a drill that was a battery powered that went to the space station and i mean that's 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 cool uh so i remember Mm -hmm. that you know as as an old hardware guy uh just enjoying that yeah bruce what's the first tool you remember running on batteries you didn't have to plug in what i remember was my dad had a drill uh-huh um that he did buy the connection you could use to for screws uh-huh but mainly it was his drill yeah and it was plugged <laughs> into the wall initially yeah uh no i'm talking about battery uh, uh, my dad had okay. one but now this is you know late wow. 80s probably so, when he, uh, so, mid 80s something so like that andy bruce take me through the you know the the tools that our listeners are going to be able to purchase now and in the next year that runs on uh that runs on batteries let me tell you a couple so when we first got into more battery powered power equipment we saw steel um echo um who were coming out with um really good homeowner grade um power equipment trimmers blowers um edgers um and then we started to see the commercial grade from them as well we we started selling honda um robotic mower that's battery powered it'll come back it's like a roomba it'll come back to its own little charging station it'll go back it'll mm-hmm. be perfect for the grass out here um and it would just mow 24 hours a day seven days a week rain or shine it'll get it'll come go cut and come back um, is, it on a tra- is it on a track no it'll just it's you put a um a line around it uh-huh um, but even that technology is is going by the wayside where with lidar and um gps, GPS everything's everything's getting very smart very quick mm-hmm. but the commercial guys that's 80 percent of our business is commercial uh, landscapers they are looking for something that they can trust for six to eight hours a day every day a week and um so the big mowers big area wide area mowers um the mean green that's that's where we got excited we saw something that we could really pitch and um sell to the state of georgia i think right now we're the only dealer in the state of georgia with mean green and they are they are amazing we have other innovation in georgia in in the form of greensy a company Mm -hmm. in atlanta you may have heard of greensy who is going into these commercial mowers putting retrofit kits on top of, of gas or electric and then letting automatedly, it's like the Tesla of yep. of, uh, of of commercial mowers. It's cutting itself. So so Greensy's using a mower that is a they're using gas powered zero turn um, Xmark mower, and they're currently looking at other options. Um, one of them being Mean Green. Mean Green. Uh, yeah, that's really exciting. And and I think you know you've got to have it work for that landscaping community. I think for us to really make a dent in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. You know, most of the folks out there running land, uh, land landscape equipment, they're they're mostly male. I mean, my daughters love my electric cars, but my sons like noise, and I, I don't know what it is. Uh, and I've got a room full of males here. I don't know what it, how, why we're hardwired for noise, uh, but it just seems like uh, you know whether it's at the racetrack or uh, whether it's the tractor or the lawnmower or, or, or even my little one-year-old grandson as he pushes the little the little plastic mower he makes the noise yeah. with his mouth uh so you know i i i think 
I mean, maybe we come up with some artificial noise, John, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that where the electric mower makes. Uh, or Harley's got to figure that out because yeah. now they're going electric. I like that idea. <laughs> oh, is yeah. Harley doing, doing an electric, electric motor? That, that is a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. How are they going to do that deal? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, let's keep going in this conversation. Uh, what about the warranty and, and service-related issues around this equipment? Uh, I, I know that. You know, you think about companies that have been in Georgia, uh, you know, John mentioned one, Snapper was down in McDonough. Mm-hmm. You know, people, I, I guess people develop a brand loyalty, do they, to to different type of mowers, just like, mm-hmm. like they do cars. How are mm-hmm. we going to, uh, how are we going to convince folks that these things really work? Well, the warranty that Mean Green has, just as an example, is uh, very close to a normal warranty on any gasoline-powered engine. Uh, the nice thing is that it takes very few parts to be able to repair it. So, uh, I mean, you can imagine the complication of a gasoline engine, the clutches, everything about that gasoline mower literally, virtually is gone. It's um, plug and play for a lot of the parts. Exactly. You can, yeah, you can just take, lift the seat up and plug in a new um, controller or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so seeing is believing. John, we have the same problem with electric vehicles. I mean, we know that these electric cars have far less parts, that they're, yep. they're, they're much cheaper to operate, yet people don't believe it. They, they're, 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 I, just, I guess we're just skeptical. We get used to the status quo, used to doing things a certain way. Right. So to our listeners sitting out there thinking, okay, let me try one piece of yeah. equipment. Where should the listener who who has you know the typical you know neighborhood home mm-hmm. that are they're, you know, they're they're doing summer mowing once a once a week where should they start without breaking the bank i think our customers are educated they're the ones who are looking into this they're researching it so we have a sales team who can come out and do demos that's where um we have guys all the time who are out out there doing demos more and more you're going to get referrals from customers who are using them um using them around hospitals around the colleges and everywhere we are seeing quite a number of older people coming in because they have this they don't have the strength anymore to pull the cord Uh, on a chainsaw or or a weed eater they get one of these home and they're just blown away yeah. by how well they work. I mean, they just, it performs, it does everything that they're used to. And the electric. The electric, yeah. the battery. They don't have to, and they don't have a cord with the battery. So, Yeah, yeah so is there a, a different feel to pushing an electric mower than it is a, a gas mower in terms of its in terms of its uh, torque? Uh, uh, yeah. how, how does it feel different? Well, they size the engine in it and uh-huh. the deck. And it's a little now. It's a little lighter, wow. even with the battery. Um, you just have to have that cognizance of how much time do I have with this battery versus how much do I have to cut. But mm-hmm. the recharge times are shorter and shorter. I mean, most of the rechargers now are down in the 35, 40 minute range to recharge a battery. Well, I so, bought one of the first ones. It was like all night. I, I think we, yeah, I, th- I think we are possibly gonna see. You know, an increase in this stuff over the next five years, depending on what the big companies do. I, you know, you you look out there and you see the, the landscaper, you know, and, and if he's using something quiet, I wouldn't think the propane would would have that impact because I don't know that the average person realizes they're using propane. But you guys are seeing propane kind of go away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still got cost involved in it. And there's you still have all the engine issues that you have with gas maybe not as much with the fuel like um but liquid gas but you still have engine issues and all the other things that that can happen with that 
you know, policy is going to drive this. And I know you know this, but I mean, we're going to see tax credits for people who are, who are going um, green, but you're going to see neighborhoods and associations and um, business parks that are going to limit um, what can what can happen. The combustion and, engine yeah, go away. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. And once, once our commercial landscapers get on them and see that they're not really losing anything and they're actually um, they're they're paying off their mower and then that mower is making them money uh, long term. They're able to bid on jobs. And with companies like Greensy, it's driving itself. They can they have labor problems right now. Right. These guys can't find labor, so the automated system would be a good one. Yep. You know, I I, I sometimes mow my yard. I, you know, I, sometimes. Well, let me tell. You, I only have a push. Let's mower. drill down on that. Now, I only have a push mower, mm-hmm. and I have this Apple Watch. <laughs> to mow my yard, I walk seven miles. To, wow. to, to mow what? the yard yeah I, I walked seven miles with my small push mower so but it only takes 85 cents of premium gas for me to do that so if it gets towards the end of the month and i'm running out of money i don't have my landscape company come out i, I just pay the 85 cent and get my fuel and i get a headache out there doing mm. it i hate it because I, I don't i don't do well with heat but um, but so eighty five cents versus the sixty dollars that I pay the landscaping crew. But you got uh, to do the oil out. change. Then you have to deal with the yeah, br- engine yeah, breaking yeah, down. Yeah, and yeah, repair. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's keep this conversation going. I want to talk uh, one more segment about about this uh, lawn equipment and where we're going in the U.S. If it's really going to take off, uh, there's a, there's a lot to learn. We want to help you save money even in your yard. So, I'm Tim Eccles, and I'm at. Uh, Tim Eccles on Twitter. John, you're at New Energy Guy. And New Energy Guy. So follow us on Twitter and we'll be back in just a minute. Tim Eccles of Energy Matters here for Solar Sun World. No doubt you've seen solar panels popping up all over the state. If you want the precision of German engineering when it comes to solar, Solar Sun World is for you. Gerd and all the folks at Solar Sun World understand the complexities of solar and how to make it work for you. From tax credits to inverters to accelerated depreciation, they'll advise you on the best path forward. And Solar Sun World now offers power purchase agreements. Find them at solarsunworld.com, solarsunworld.com. Gas South believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit, and the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. Gas South. The difference is good. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by BMW Auto Sales. With gas prices hitting over $3 for the first time since 2014, isn't it time you consider a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid from BMVW Auto Sales? These plug-in hybrids will go 50 miles on electric charge, saving you precious money and time. Skip the line at the gas pumps and charge in your garage. See more at ev-hybrid.com. That's ev-hybrid.com. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by BMVW Auto Sales. This is Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters, and we're back with one final segment with Bruce Tate and Andy Darnell of Howard Brothers. We're talking about green power equipment. I've got my co-host, John Noel. John? Yes. Will you be, will you be making the transition to green 
anything power tools or are you going to wait a little while? My heart has been ripped from my body by having to buy a, a an old typical uh, lawn equipment piece. I couldn't find an electric one. And now these two guys, these geniuses sitting next to me, tell me about this company called Mean Green that they sell. And all I'm doing is just mad. When that breaks down and you can't get it repaired, we'll, we'll be there for you. Hey, let's do this before we jump in. Let's talk about our sponsor, B. MVW Auto Sales because they sell... There's an affordable way to go electric. Yeah, they sell yep. used electric yep. vehicles. And John, we've talked forever that the best kept secret in Atlanta no is question. a used Nissan no Leaf. Qu- no, I completely agree with you. Speaking of which, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, BMVW Auto Sales. BMVW Auto Sales. They're a little south of Metro Atlanta. Mosin and his staff will loan you an EV for three days to try out. You won't be disappointed. Uh, everybody that does it loves it, uh, and it is a deal that you can get there uh, at ev-hybrid.com. They are great. I love those people, and I love the idea of buying stuff cheap. Yeah, ev-hybrid.com. In fact, John, I had two of my colleagues. Mm. Uh, I got a Kia Soul EV for one of them to test out for three days, and then a Tesla for our commissioner that lived in South Georgia because he couldn't get down there on a smaller EV. They both you know, really enjoyed driving the EV. And I think that's part of the challenge, John, for us is, is the demo. And this is a great segue back into what we're talking about with this lawn equipment because Bruce and Andy are regularly trying to get their large customers to demo this equipment. And it doesn't always go the way that you hope it goes. And I, and I, I guess this is where engineering the, the whole sales experience comes in. Tell us about, Andy, your experience with the University of Georgia. I know you guys had hoped that they could make the transition. I believe they will one day. You actually sent the wrong equipment up well, here. Well, so we have we have sales team who are out doing demos all the time, but we also sometimes will leave a, a unit with someone who we know is going to put that thing through the course, you know, through, through a test. And um, we want them to find ways to break it, right? And um, and honestly, in, in the Mean Green Mower, we're, we're new to that in the state. Um, and they're looking to us to get some real world experiences. And, you know, if you've got a pristine lawn like UGA has, they have some expectations. The guys who are driving their mowers right now have some expectations and they're going to be questioning any little thing that uh, that comes with a new mower. Change um, is hard. Yeah. So so we're just, we just need to get that guy to where he is comfortable using this thing and he knows oh, it's going to continue making my lawn look the way I want it to look. Yeah, UGA has, uh, for those, and really, most college campuses today do have pristine landscaping. I mean, it's just, it's so important to them. I know my son is a police officer at one of the campuses here in Georgia, and he works regularly with staff, including patrons who come to games and tear up the landscaping as they tailgate. Bruce, uh, Clemson is uh, where you matriculated. Uh, Do you really see... You know, engineering schools and others. I mean, Georgia Tech's leading the way in Georgia for using Polaris gym cars, electric vehicles. And I mean, does it boil down to who's running that landscaping department? I mean, I guess you have older guys maybe that are skeptical about it, and they just are put up roadblocks. And then you have others maybe that are a little more pioneering. Yes, and what happens is like anything. Penn State, Florida State are using this. So it's a great segue to go to someone like Clemson or even Georgia and say, hey, guys, try it. Does it cost you anything to try it? No noise, no oil, no gas, no belts, no pulleys, no batteries. 
as far as cranking an engine. So it does. It opens the door wide open. Then the next phase is to say, let's compare it to what you're doing with gasoline. The amount uh, in a percentage number was probably 10% of the shop time for a battery wow. powered as compared to a gasoline uh, Wow, let's talk about another big user, That's and that is golf courses. Mm. Uh, I don't play golf, but I know that when we do our charity tournament, that equipment, loud equipment, comes by. I mean, I think golfers like peace and quiet out there. They enjoy that serene environment, and that loud equipment disrupts that. Are you seeing any golf courses move to to this, or is it just too much volume of use uh, to do at a golf course? Right now, I don't know of any that are using it because what it would take is a real mower. And that's the R-E-E-L. R-E-E-L. Right, that has a different type of blade. That may take more battery power. You know, I'm sure it could be done, but I'm not aware that it has been done. And the amazing thing is technology is coming along so quickly. Milwaukee Power Tools has hundreds of battery-powered power tools that you can go buy. They've got a tubing cutter for a plumber. None of us in this room are ever going to need a battery-powered tubing cutter, but there's a guy who, cool. who cuts tubing all day long, and he's got this battery-powered thing that can just whiz around the copper tube and, and cut it in half. There's all kinds of crazy hmm. uh, uses for some power equipment, and uh, the power equipment's going to come. I mean, companies like Toro, John Deere, um, I mean, all of these companies are coming after um, very niche products with battery. Well, I mean, think about New York City and the food carts. I mean, y'all been to New York City. There are about 10,000 food carts in mm-hmm. all the boroughs, and most of those have a Honda generator, mm-hmm. gasoline Honda generator, kind of on the back side of that, and there's no pollution control on that generator, and it's really running. They get out there early. It's running like 6 o'clock in the morning to like midnight, and I guess they're having to refill that with with gas i'm wondering if something like that uh will transition to be cleaner i know there were a few that had solar panels but for the most part there's a guy and his company makes food carts that's the way they make them and that's the only way you you can get them and it, it have you have you heard anything about that about displacing gas generators with with something greener I, well i mean i think I personally think battery-powered power stations are, are, are coming and are going to replace a lot of the generators that the we sell. Could you Public Service Commission? Let's just see if uh, well, we can find some Public Service Commission but, okay. here about that so, evolution of technology. And again, I was kind of questioning this whole green thing, too. And I'm not – I'm not I, John, I'm not that into the whole green lifestyle of, of – of, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, green, um, Mean Green says that a, a zero-turn 24-horsepower mower – is equal to 88 cars on the road. So what they oh. tell us is that one of these battery-powered zero-turn mowers is replacing 88 cars on the road. And when you start to look at the science behind that and and start to see what pollution is, it does say, well, wow, okay, so I can uh, replace a mower and and actually make a environmental impact. Can you California. give a, can you give us yeah. that statistic yeah. again because I, we we want to tweet this. So out. they say twenty four horsepower commercial zero turn mower is equal to eighty eight cars at fifty five miles per hour emissions. Numbers like that to talking about two stroke engines in California trying to attack two stroke engines. So, but yet, John, this is an area, and you and I travel travel in these environmental circles all the time. We just never hear anyone giving this kind of statistic or talking about the value of displacing this gas uh, this gas uh, lawn equipment. There was conversation about that in California years ago, and that's when they changed the uh, 
re- the regulations there for the for the motors and and special carburetors too and the special special things. But this is this is the first time it's actually been electric equipment that's commercial grade. Well, They're yeah. doing a good sales process, I can tell you that. One of the other concerns is what do you do with the old batteries? Yeah. Okay. Well, these batteries are crushable, freezable, crushable, reusable. I love that the sales pitch for this is coming from the biggest cynic prior to this. I mean, that's who you want. That's like that's like getting that's like turning Trump around. You know, like Trump's like, well, I'm for solar and electric and wind power. Now that would be something. These are things I think the average person obviously not familiar with. And this this idea that one gas zero turn pollutes as much as eighty eight cars. That's a big deal. That, that that is huge, and yeah. and that sh- that should be very motiv- so, so motivational that, for our for, folks. Well, it ought to be motivational for UGA because here you have all these students in this confined space in the downtown quarter, yeah. and you got all these commercial mowers flooding all that area with all this this pollution. So, I, and I'll tell you from uh, from Howard Brothers' standpoint, we've been in the landscaping industry since it really was birthed. It birthed in Atlanta, and um, the a lot of the Toros, Exmark, those guys have been looking to us still. Um, is a global company. They've been looking to us, Howard Brothers, because we're one of the largest sellers of this equipment, and we have so many users using it. Um, change has happened because of things that we've brought to them, and we're on the leading edge with the battery-powered um, equipment, and we think that that's just going to um, improve because of our users using it. Yes, yeah, so many landscaping companies own that nor- northern arc of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming the landscape companies are coming to you all for the equipment and the service as well. Mm, absolutely, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and preventive maintenance, uh, obviously, a big deal in being able to keep equipment. Uh, keep equipment running ultimately they trust us that's why they come to us um and so we don't want to lose their trust we're about relationships and not transactions well give us a website where one of our listeners uh you know might go to see this mean green mower howardbrothers.com slash mean green mowers yeah and and how many choices are they going to have on that there's there's three versions of it but then they're different size decks so there's a zero turn there's a walk behind and there's a stand on um that they currently have and what is what does it cost to buy a mean green well they come dressed with different batteries Uh some last four hours some last seven hours i think you can get into a homeowner mower 48 inch uh mower somewhere around 14 15 thousand if i'm remembering my numbers correctly Wow. So it's a premium. It's a significant it, premium. It is. But again, for the homeowner who has some acreage, yeah. no oil, no gas. Again, I can't drill that in enough. Right, it's well, a great. Oh, well, thank you guys for uh, for making the trip uh, to see us and talk about all this great technology that you're doing. Good luck with that as we make this transition. Folks, you're listening to Energy Matters. I'm Tim Eccles at Tim Eccles on Twitter. John? New Energy Guy. He's at New Energy Guy, and we'd love to have you listen to some back episodes, WGAUradio.com. You're listening to Energy Matters. Stick around, and we're going to talk about the evolution of solar power in the state of Georgia. Creative Solar USA is a Georgia-based turnkey installer of innovative solar panel systems. With their NABCEP certified installers, they ensure you receive the highest quality solar energy system in the industry. They're proud to work with you before, during, and after the install, blending customer demand, system capability, and expertise to provide the best service possible. Contact them today at 770-485-7438 or creativesolarusa.com. 
Tim Eccles here for Marlin Gas Services. Marlin doesn't sell gasoline, propane, or even natural gas, but they do solve problems and difficult ones when traditional pipelines are shut down. Remember that contractor that pierced the pipe at the bottom of the Savannah River, terminating gas service to all of Hutchinson Island? Marlin was there. They trucked highly compressed gas over to the island, restoring gas service until the repair could be made. See more at MarlinGas.com. That's MarlinGas.com. This segment of Energy Matters is sponsored by Hall Booth Smith. This law firm works with over 88 Fortune 500 companies, and they have offices from Brunswick to Athens, Tifton to Columbus, and of course, Atlanta. We'd like to thank Hall Booth Smith for the great work they do with school boards, hospitals, cities, and counties all over our state. See more at hallboothsmith.com. We're back. I'm Tim Eccles on Energy Matters. We've been talking about green power equipment and john is something we haven't talked about before i think it's really gotten me thinking particularly the statistic about how one 24 horsepower zero turn equals 88 cars on the road according to our guest and you've learned some other things too today that's right that's the environmental footprint which i think you know is annoying enough and so exciting that the electric is changing the other part is the things that you and i care a lot about batteries you know we, we, I, we, a lot of us drive electric cars. I have electric in my home, batteries. What, what they are saying is that the battery life of these commercial uh, units is 7,000 hours. I said, okay, well, that sounds like a lot. He said, yeah, but in 7,000 hours of runtime, if you're a commercial guy, you have replaced the motor two or three times. I said, well, that costs a lot of money to replace the motors. Yeah. What's the payback period? He says, most people would pay this back in two years. So we're talking about not only doing environmental good, but doing commercial and payback that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I mean, batteries degrade. They did on my Leaf. They do on my iPhone. But uh, apparently, motors degrade faster. Uh, uh, apparently so. And while batteries may not be quite prime time yet, solar is prime time. And we're going to hear about it from Wilson Mallard. We interrupt this episode of Energy Matters to take you outdoors. Welcome to Energy Matters on the Road. I'm Tim Eccles, and with me is Wilson Mallard. He handles renewables for Georgia Power. Welcome, Wilson. Hello, Commissioner Eccles. You know, we got a lot of solar going in Georgia. I think people people would be really surprised if they could just see how many, the, really, the millions and millions and millions of panels that we that we have, and it's continuing to grow. And I want to break down kind of the difference in this energy matters on the road segment between utility scale solar and the different types of distributed generation so can you can you just define for our audience the difference between a utility scale what does that mean how big is it how many acres is it versus say a distributed generation and why and why is it even called that here's here's how i think about it commissioner eccles just as you said utility scale solar are the really large solar facilities these are acres upon acres and and hundreds of megawatts one of the largest in georgia is a 200 megawatt facility that's uh, more than a thousand acres so really big facilities distributed generation 
generation facilities are smaller. They're connected to the Georgia Power distributed uh, distributed energy system here in Georgia, and they can be as large as up to three megawatts. Think of a vacant field, uh, 10 to 15 acres uh, filled up with solar panels, or it could be as small as just a few panels on the roof of a home or a business. Uh, those we refer to as behind the meter or customer-sided distributed generation projects. So those people uh, that have solar on their home is it like having a little energy plant on your home? That's exactly what it is. When the sun is shining, that facility is producing energy, is producing electricity in the form of kilowatt hours. When it's installed behind the meter, those electrons are being used to power the devices in the home, whether it be the air conditioner, the lights, the, the television, etc. If the home produces more energy, if the solar produces more energy than the home is using at any one time, those electrons will flow back to the grid and can be used and consumed by other electricity customers. So if there's a, a listener thinking about doing solar on their home, what are some of the questions that they need to asked to know which way they should go. So Georgia Power is stands ready to help customers. I would encourage customers to go to georgiapower.com slash solar. There's a lot of great information out there. You need to, to think about how long you're going to be in your home. Is your home a good candidate with uh, as it relates to tree cover? You really want those solar panels to get as much sunlight as they can get. Facing south is the most efficient way uh, the sun in the winter time is in the south part of the sky there's a lot of questions to ask to figure out if your particular location is a good candidate for on-site solar if it is georgia power can help you run the numbers and understand what your cost might be either through purchasing the panels or through maybe leasing the panels how much savings you might expect on your bill and how long that payback might might take for you to, to really realize the full benefits of that on-site solar installation so if someone just looked you know, on the internet for a solar developer and had them come to their house, they, that person, I, I don't know, they may or may not be completely honest with them about whether they're the best candidate for it. I mean, I, I would hope that they would. Is Georgia Power in the position to really be able to give kind of an independent broker type of a, advice to Folks, or is there someone else you would point them to? I would like to think Georgia Power is that trusted energy partner that can advise customers and help them make the best decision. There's a lot of great solar installers out there. Like any other work that I would consider having done at my house, I would be interested in getting three or four estimates, uh, getting uh, several folks out there to take a look at the configuration, take a look at the roof space, uh, make those recommendations, get competing cost estimates, also get Georgia Power involved. Again, we're glad to run the numbers for you as well, and then balance all of those different options and be able to, to make your best decision. And how do you know if you want to be behind the meter consuming it yourself or if you want to go on one of Georgia Power's programs where you would sell it all back to the power company and then buy all your power from the power company? How, how do you know which way to go on that? You, you know, Commissioner, by doing the math and by uh, letting Georgia Power help you do the math. And so uh, our average uh, residential rate in Georgia right now is uh, right around 12 cents a kilowatt hour. So if you st install behind the meter, that's about how much you'll be saving per kilowatt hour. Georgia Power does offer some other distributed generation programs where we buy back 100% of the output. The price is a lot lower, but it's fixed for a long term. And so it just depends on, on what sort of value proposition you might be more interested in. Again, we stand ready to help all customers understand 
Are they better off installing behind the meter? Would they like to participate in one of these other programs? Or if they might not be a good candidate for on-site solar, might they want to participate in one of Georgia Power's other solar programs like Simple Solar, like Community Solar, or like some of our commercial and industrial programs we have for, cust- for, so just, for those larger customers? Just to explain the Community Solar program, a customer would call Georgia Power and say, I'd like to buy a block of Community Solar. They would be charged $24.99. Whatever those panels do in aggregate, they're going to get their portion that they've purchased, their block. They're going to get that generation credited back to their bill, right? Will it appear as a credit? It does appear as a credit. The The kilowatt hours that that facility produces are actually reduced from the number of kilowatt hours that your home uses in a month. So you get the credit in that you're not charged for those kilowatt hours. It's as if you didn't consume them. The community solar, you know, is something I'm seeing really sweeping the country in terms of public policy trend. I think many Georgia Georgians have the opportunity either through Georgia Power or the their MC to participate. I would encourage everybody to consider community solar or simple solar, one of the other options. If you're interested in supporting solar and renewable energy in Georgia, we have lots of options and opportunities at Georgia Power. Uh, you and I have been teasing each other for years. You know, we both promote electric vehicles, and you've had an opportunity now to get your first Nissan Leaf. And just want to hear, you know, about your buying decision and uh, and and your your initial experience with a car and and maybe how it differed than what you might might have thought it was going to be it's it's great commissioner i'm a numbers guy and so i crunch the numbers i commute 40 miles each way from gwinnett into the georgia power building in downtown atlanta i'm also riding in the hov lane that has a cost to it that my electric vehicle will allow me to avoid Uh, as i started crunching the numbers i realized the time was right the handling is great the acceleration is great there's a lot of safety features uh, with the car to keep me in the lane and keep me uh, off the bumper of the car in front of me so just a week under my belt but uh, I'm a fan I've always been a fan it just took me a while to to finally bite the bullet the range anxiety and some of the other worries that were out there I finally got comfortable with and uh, I'm here in Athens today driving the EV and looking forward to a, a, a quick and fun and safe ride home so I've got a 2013 I had a 2013 leaf I got a 2015 leaf they, they charged about the same uh, on a good day, 95, maybe 99. This 2018 leaf that you've got, it goes it goes much higher than that. What did you wake up to in terms of a charge this morning? So 150 miles is a full charge on the leaf. The 2019 models actually have an extended range that's uh, over 200 miles, and that's to compete with some of the lower end Teslas. I really think we're at a tipping point in the electric vehicle industry in this country, and I think with all the automakers getting involved, you're really seeing some, some cost improvements, technology improvements, and it's exciting to see how much range you can get for the dollar these days in in electric vehicles. In terms of how this benefits or impacts the power company, I know as we looked at the load on our overall grid, electric vehicles have helped us to be able to slightly increase that. As you think about trends for the future, do you see electric vehicles really having a positive impact on the grid itself? Absolutely. Well, the the grid here in Georgia is ready. Georgia Power's grid is is ready and able for the additional load that electric vehicles will bring. Electric vehicles can also bring some flexibility in when they charge in order to flatten out the load shape of the energy the grid provides. Georgia Power has a plug-in electric vehicle rate that has an overnight discounted 
rate for charging between 11 and 7 overnight that's really uh, in the penny and a half per kilowatt hour plus fuel to encourage charging overnight. So electric vehicle increase in penetration really has the potential to help our grid, help it be more resilient and help lower the overall cost for all Georgia Power customers. And these tax credits are running out. I know Tesla's expired, I believe. Nissan has a little bit left. Chevy's, it's been cut in half. Folks do need to act. I don't know that Congress is going to renew this. So I think it's, uh, it is a golden opportunity to get a federal tax credit. One of our sponsors, ev-hybrid.com. You can get a used vehicle or you can go to your new car dealership, Nissan, Tesla, at a Tesla mall location and find out more about electric vehicles. Well, it's been great having you in Wilson. I'm Tim Eccles, and you've been with Energy Matters on the road. We now resume our regular scheduled program. And John, that about does it. Green Power Equipment, the evolution of solar, Georgia is moving forward. You've been listening to Energy Matters. I'm Tim Eccles at Tim Eccles on Twitter. John, you are New Energy Guy. And thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Everyone has tough times in their life. By checking the project share box at the bottom of your utility bill, you can make life a little easier for your neighbors. Your $1, 2 or $5 checkoff is matched by the utility and then used by the Salvation Army to help folks having a tough time paying their energy bills. It's that easy. Join PSC Commissioner Tim Eccles and many others by donating via your power bills this year. See more by clicking projectshareinfo.com. And thank you. The electric car revolution is coming, and the choices are growing. Gem cars are everywhere. You've seen these low-speed electric vehicles on college campuses, downtown Atlanta streets, and resort islands like St. Simons and Jekyll. Gem cars are street legal, equipped with seatbelts, headlights, and a tag, and can operate on roads with speed limits of 35 miles per hour or less. If you want to know more about these electric cars and trucks, six-passenger shuttles, mobile repair service, or full vehicle wraps, go to GemCarService.com. That's G-E-M, CarService.com. Um...